Hello friends, you are listening to the Indian Hindu Identity with Rekha Govindan Kurup. And today I'm recording a new segment on the complexity of being a Hindu or the Hindu way of life. And uh, the reason I feel called to uh, do this uh, recording at this point is because I feel that uh, there is this one way, a very one-dimensional way of being a Hindu that gets projected uh, in the world uh, uh, outside of India and those looking from outside in and that does not fit into the identity or way of life of majority of uh, those who you know come uh, under the identity of the Hindu and that is what I wanted to talk about from my own uh, life from my own upbringing of being a Hindu and why it is so important today at this point to understand the complexity of uh, that word Hindu and what it contains within itself. So at the get-go I want to uh, share with you uh, my country, India, which is today one of the most densely populated countries in the world. And our uh, population is around 1.33 billion people. I'll just take a moment to even grasp the magnitude of that, 1.33 billion people. And uh, we are very closely behind China, which is 1.38 billion. And in this 1.33 billion people, 79 to 80% of the population comes under the category of Hindu. That is almost close to 1 billion people, uh, you know, they uh, see themselves as Hindu. And uh, that is a really huge number. And what is even more interesting is that of this 1 billion people, if you just go around India and ask, different people their idea of what does it mean to be a Hindu you will have such diverse answers uh, so much so that you might start wondering are you talking about the same uh, you know uh, way of life or the same spiritual belief or religious belief uh, as a Hindu with these people and they will all be so different like in my own uh, home, uh, the way I see as being a Hindu or, you know, any of my other relatives, the, the whole knowing can be so different and each one of us are right where we are and we have that freedom to be who we are in this uh, spiritual way of life or in this religious way of life and I think that is what makes uh, this way of life or whatever comes under this word Hindu which is so complex to understand. If you take any other religion uh, be it Christianity or uh, Judaism or Islam or Jainism or Buddhism uh, all these uh, religions if you look at it there is uh, someone whose words whose way of uh, receiving their knowledge or the religious tenets and the rituals and the symbolism and all those things uh, they are um, connected to a person or are you they may call them as prophet or enlightened whatever maybe but this one person has 
played a major role in really reclaiming or creating or cognizing that religious way of life like what is christianity without jesus you take jesus out of christianity christianity doesn't exist same with islam or any other religion for that matter buddha without you know buddhism without buddha doesn't exist but when you when it comes to hinduism it is absolutely uh, you know uh, it 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 just boggles the mind because hinduism doesn't uh you know this hindu way of life or hindu as a religion or spirituality does not have anything like that there is no one person there is no one written text uh that people follow or people it it does not it is it is very much uh founded in the earth wisdom in the indigenous knowing the knowing of this land and it has such diverse expressions across the country across the breadth and depth of this country and many times uh, when people are talking about uh, you know hinduism or they understand hinduism or the what people start thinking about is yoga people start thinking about sanskrit people start thinking about chantings and mantras and yantras and uh, tantra you know tantra and sexuality and then um, people uh, now ayurveda is becoming popular so people think that is being hindu and um, scriptures like bhagavad gita uh, upanishads and i mean all these things today in the west because of books and uh, you know and uh, these were all written texts it is actually becoming quite known and quite connected to what hindu is but uh, you would be surprised to know that if you come to india and you travel around india you will you will see that majority of this the people of this land who uh, you know come under uh, being hindu they will not know many of these things they might have never done any of these things it's not even part of uh, their inheritance or their ancestry or their lineage or anything that they call uh, you know in their way of life as a hindu none of these things sit in they might not have even heard of many of these things and yet the essence of many of these scriptures the essence of uh, the chanting or the mantras are very much part of the lives of many of these people the simple people uh, of india and i think that is where uh, i uh, uh, there's a huge misunderstanding around when people say hindu like for me uh, in my own life uh, be it sanskrit or yoga or ayurveda or the scriptures those are all my acquired wisdom they are not part of my uh, ancestry they are not part of my um, ancestors way of indigenous way of uh, being or life and it was not and uh, it was uh, their spirituality like i i am a nayar uh, from the matrilineal uh, a uh, system who followed material system and they come from kerala and that too from this very northern part of a uh, region called kannur and it was a very earth based culture you know uh, homes had uh, uh, these sacred groves which had snakes and uh, different energies even uh, you know even dark energies 
uh, energies of nature that were really uh, honored and revered and nature had such a core aspect uh, in our day-to-day life and ancestors there was a place for ancestor reverence and ancestors are very much part of our life and nature and human life was very integrated and uh, my grandmother does not you know when my mom and always smaller i mean they my grandfather was a physician but he was not an ayurvedic physician he was a very um, earth based physician whose methods were very different so you know uh, the medicines that he used were very uh, earthy uh, crude and but having such powerful effects and they could almost even be seen if you see light and dark they were more on the dark you know and and i, I don't mean dark as bad but i mean dark as this uh, very uh, earth based uh, nature wisdom and that is my identity and that is the way of hindu that i was raised into such deep reverence for everything nature and to be able to really see divine beyond the forms and as i grew up and um, i my guru came into my life even that you know is so diverse uh, and i i came to my spiritual path and uh, and through that even even before i met my guru i mean there were so many other saints and that i was introduced or i they came into my life and that's how i came to know sanskrit and mantras and chanting and uh, and you know, this whole world opened up for me which was very powerful but it is not uh something that uh i was raised into or i grew up into as might be uh the general belief held by people outside of india so that that hindu also exists who does not have to know chanting who does not have to know mantras who does not have to know yoga or ayurveda or any of these things and uh, their way of worship their way of spirituality their uh, stories and myths and uh, the gods and goddesses could be very different uh, and and that is true for majority of people of india that is when people come from outside they find it very surprising that everybody doesn't do yoga or uh, you know everybody doesn't uh, the 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 practice of hinduism looks so different as it is uh, as it is promoted in the west and uh, in the intellectual circles and in the privileged yeah so uh, that that is something that i feel is uh, so important if the the original form of this spirituality its essence has to be preserved then the diversity of its people and the practices have to be uh, preserved and have to be allowed to exist and not everybody needs to uh, know it all and i say this because uh, when i travel around india like there are some festivals which only certain parts of the country did uh, for example ganesh chaturthi and uh, like it's as a celebration of ganesha where ganesh idols are made and then there it was a it was a ceremony that was created uh, you know uh, in as a public community ceremony sometime uh, you know 100 years ago uh, and uh, in a particular state of india uh, 
but now i see that 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 has become part of a very unified or linear hinduism and everywhere it is being done where ganesha is not even celebrated that way in where i come from in kerala for us our main uh, energy that we uh, that we the people of kerala uh, just surrender to is the goddess uh, and she is not even called as durga lakshmi that's not the name she is usually called just as bhagavati you know uh, the goddess of the resplendent yoni that's what bhagavati means and uh, she was celebrated in her you know very nude a uh, bodily embodied way you know full breasts full hips and slowly i'm st- beginning to see a shift in that and that kind of worries me and this need i at the other uh, last year i was in manipur and um, i was in their main market and it was ganesh chaturthi and saw this huge procession of ganesha being taken by some of these so called people who claim themselves as hindu and they think everybody needs to do that and that is not uh, I, that is does not uh, fit into what the hindu way of life is and i saw all the manipuris who have such a different culture uh, who have such a, a such a profound deep earth based culture you know and i i connect to that a lot because i find that there are a lot of similarities from a kerala's uh, sacred grove based our old culture and i have seen that same old culture in bali and and i saw this amusement on people's faces and some i don't know they even mirrored some fear of seeing this procession and there was there was this uh there was a lot of rage also in that procession and like everybody has to do that and i am seeing that even start happening in kerala and i i don't believe that i feel trying to do that is like completely trying to destroy or distort what hindu stands for not everybody in india who thinks they are a hindu or who are a hindu not thinks who are born into being a hindu they do not have to know yoga they do not have to you know these uh, practices of the yoga and the the scriptures and the uh, the tantra and the yantras and the mantras it's a very refined a form uh, of the spirituality which emerged uh, i feel it is it is a more recent when i say recent it's like 1000 years old that's reason because india's we can trace some of our origin stories way back so i would say it is it's it's a more written you know when the written uh, awakened uh, mind came so it is it's a it allows for all these like the scriptures that we have all the written texts and the written um, the coded uh, form of the hindu way of life that is in the vedas um, in the four vedas uh, the vedic way of life it was for uh, 
someone whose nervous system had matured in a way that they could hold it so it was not something which was for everybody at any point of time i do not believe that because i when you read some of these upanishads you know that the student had to go through years and years of practice you know it was a, it was something that someone sought and then they went to a realized sage who was actually from a very earth based tradition and then there they asked then they went into this whole process of their own awakening and when someone who is not ready uh, i feel starts doing this when the trauma is still in the nervous system there's a lot of suffering in the nervous system then and when this knowledge is taken it really does not uh, it, uh, it it uh, it it causes spiritual bypass i mean we it it is not uh, the person's nervous system is not able to integrate it yeah and it and then really not able to live their life fully you know and i feel that has happened a lot over the last so many years and uh, with this knowledge just being distributed to everybody and uh, i sometimes feel that people are not ready so what does that all mean what am i really saying here what i'm saying here is that there is such a diverse uh expression to being a hindu to the hindu way of life uh from the very earth based ant eating you know uh land living uh meat eating uh tradition to the uh, you know to to the even more uh, uh, refined light based you know awakened and um, in in a different way you know uh, uh, tradition which which was you know which was very uh, very different you know so there is this huge range and they all have to exist and they all are part of the hindu way of life and what makes if you ask me what is the very essence how do you see someone uh the true core essence of uh, being a hindu is um, there is this word called shraddha and uh, my guru shri solana shri shri ravi shankar he explains this word in a very beautiful way and shraddha is uh, to be in love with the unknowable or the unknown you know that quality where the unknown permeates every aspect of one's life and one is one has no difficulty in surrendering to the unknown trusting the unknown and letting the unknown guide one's life i think that shraddha uh you would see in majority of the simple people of india who may not ever be doing yoga who do not know the scriptures who do not understand sanskrit they do not even know such a realm exists they do not know ayurveda they have their own uh, rituals and practices and gods and goddesses and uh, you know uh that they follow and based on the seasonal map and the lunar map and and they have their very specific rites of passage for girls big maturing into a sexually uh, you know uh, empowered or embodied woman and you know all those things they i think that but you will see that in that 
that population which is not very educated uh, there is shraddha there is this surrender to the unknown and and i have seen this in indigenous cultures around the world wherever i have been that that is what is the essence of indigenous people you know and i think uh, when we um, in sometimes modern education and in india especially because of colonization and the british and our british based founded education system that exists we have taken on we have though we say um, uh, we got freedom and even the so called um, the hindu right wing even they of india they have also got so influenced by the education system which gives us a very linear one dimensional a dual way of thinking right or wrong you know or uh, and and to f- try to fit uh, this uh, lands wisdom or this lands way of life into that very unidimensional linear way is uh, is completely changing its form its expression its diversity and reducing it to nothing but Uh, any other religion that exists any other formalized religion where uh, hindu was never uh, you know being a hindu or i don't even like the word hinduism because there is really no word for each uh, community to a such a different expression so you know and i feel like that is uh, i i worry about uh, this the loss of that diversity and this very aspect of shraddha as we start dissecting and as we start bringing a very uh, uniform way of uh, existing and and um, and i have in my own life as uh, growing up and as i was um, you know out out there after my college in engineering and working and as i was of uh, seeking spiritual path and i i remember being uh, shamed by few teachers um uh, about not knowing uh, mantras and not knowing chanting and not knowing uh, not being able to chant scriptures and uh, almost telling me that what kind of hindu am i and and at that time i felt very guilty and i really wondered why is that i don't know why is it nobody in my family knows and as i've done my own work i've realized that it was only a very small community in india who knew that and they were the brahmins the brahmin community and i don't say it as anything wrong or right or anything like but that's how it was and that was that's still a very small community uh 5 to 8% or even less population in india and and you know all sanskrit and vedas and it has been in in that closed community close knit community and uh, and somehow over the years i'm sure when it when these uh when this wisdom was cognized it was it had to be sought by anybody when the time was right but slowly um i mean we have our own stories of colonization and trauma and you know so many things have happened on this land that somewhere it got restricted to families and lineages and uh, the wisdom got there and that is uh, in india uh, the brahmins were the privileged population even when the british were there, they were the ones who got Uh, because they were they had that because of uh, the nervous system and the awakening because of the chanting and the meditation and 
and that is that version or that vision of hinduism is what the world knows but that is just a small part of what being a hindu is and i don't feel anyone on this land needs to feel any less hindu if they do not know mantras or sanskrit or uh, you know uh, yoga or you know it is something that they can acquire and these uh, yoga and uh, scriptures and these were just they were never meant to be just for the hindus it was created by the lic as or cognized for humanity and what is very specific i feel to the hindu way of life that we cannot lose and that nobody else can ever uh, become or take away is our ancestry is our very earth based rituals which belong to our specific community our specific ancestry a specific lineage family names that that nobody can it's like any tribe of Uh, aboriginals or native americans you cannot become a native american unless it is in your dna and i feel even hindu is like that just because somebody knows yoga and sanskrit and scriptures it doesn't make you you know it doesn't uh, you cannot become a hindu and i think that is where i feel there is a lot of confusion you know um, that path is for awakening for self realization and everyone is open and welcome to that uh, and that can never be lost i feel i feel like that because it was created like that but the earth based uh, community lineage based uh, rituals and practices and wisdom and myths and stories uh that is the heart and pulse and beat of india like um uh, like even the gods as in the vedic and without the vedic and the sanskrit they still exist in the rural uh land earth based culture and there the form is so embodied and uh, there is integration there and i feel that cannot be lost if that is lost then we lose everything and for me uh, this ability to own these different forms and to navigate these different expressions of being hindu is the most precious so next time you hear the word hindu do not just think it's yoga and meditation and chanting and mantras because it is not it is a very small part of what being a hindu uh, means on this land and i think we need to preserve that diversity that uh, sits under the umbrella of being a hindu so that is what i want to leave you with and i invite you to do your own exploration and your own research and uh, yeah so uh, that's where uh, i pause today and uh, my next episode would be on the way of life hindu way of life as i was raised into and um and you can see how different it is uh from the herd uh, way of being a hindu that many people know or think that it that is what it is so so i hope you listen and it's become a little long i'm seeing that and um if you find it valuable please do 
write to me at rekha r e k h a dot g k u r u p at gmail dot com. Have a blessed, blessed day.